Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Canada's Sportsbook. S-D-P-P. The Steve Dangle Podcast. With your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. Let's go! Jesse, remember on the way in, I was like, yeah, I brought two shirts. Because we're recording two episodes, and it helps oh, people right. visually. Yeah. And then I didn't change into it. Uh, so <laughs> just sitting right over there. Well, because they know that... Shut up. I don't Do know. I'm just, I'm just trying to help! I don't I know. Think... I, just, I just... I like where I'm like, oh, he's wearing that shirt. That means it's this episode. Oh, well. I think the episode releasing on a completely different day with a completely different title being in a new video will help people understand that it's not the other episode. Yeah, I no. wear black t-shirts a lot, so you're not going to be able to tell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, well. So, Steve's in his gray shirt again, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening, then who cares? Exactly. If you're listening, none exactly. of this affects you. Exactly. Uh, okay, so this is the last kind of episode of this season, right? We, a little bit of a finality there. Uh, and we're going to be back, obviously, tomorrow. in September. Uh, but we're, we're going to take a bit of a vacation. We've done hundred and I think there are 139 or 140 episodes in the last 12 months. And uh, it's the most we've ever done by about 50. <laughs> so in a, in a 12 month span, because we never used to be three times a week. We were That's always right. two times a week. So we're, you know, it, it was just, it was a lot of episodes mm-hmm. and we're taking a bit of a break. I know that uh, everybody's going on vacation. I'm sure we're going to be talking about that, but uh, uh, we've got an all questions episode Ooh. and Jesse, why don't we get into it? Yeah. I also got a Jesse Blake sports report. I don't, I think it's two left that need to drop still. Oh, mm. one of the, I don't, I don't know if I should spoil it. No. Oh. One of, them, one of them's leaf related, where I'm doing, uh, I'm going to try out a new concept. I'm calling it one for one trades. Mm. So I found the perfect one for one match for certain players. Oh, so I, I, have a, I have a lineup and I'm like, okay, who's the perfect one for one based on this criteria for that player? I like this. Okay. It's it's a good episode. It's fun. It's going to drop uh, by the end of the week on Friday. Is there a is guess? It's going to come out. No, it's just me. Ooh. Yeah. yeah so there's fun. no one there to be like, this is stupid. No, th- if you if you listen to the episode, all the criteria is there for you people who are gonna call it stupid. I break down why it's not stupid. Okay? Just based on the few episodes <laughs> that I've had the chance to listen to. All I, of them. All of them. I think yours is a great yell through the windshield podcast. <laughs> what, what, whatever, what are you talking about whatever do you mean steve dangle <laughs> i don't know just your conviction in your hot takes it's great. they're not hot takes every all the information is there i think they're yesterday fuego. caliente yesterday i dropped an episode adam after the episode we got news as is oh. tradition so yesterday adam wild uh myself and tim haraney of the tsn racing pod for you f1 Ooh. fans Tim Haraney of the of the yeah. Toronto Sports Network. It's actually that. not the, the, the Sports, Sports Network, Network. <laughs> Racing Pod. Uh, we recorded an, an F1 podcast on the Jesse Blake Sports Report feed. So go listen to that if you're a fan of F1. But uh, the news, so Oscar Piastri, Steve, as you know, F2 champion. For sure. And now <laughs> he was supposed to sign with Alpine, right? But did he? So they announced, Alpine announced that he would be their new driver for next year because their driver uh, retired. 
and then and then so they need to fill the seat. So then Oscar Piastri is announced as a new driver for Alpine. Hours later, he tweets from his account. No, I don't know where this has come from. I have no agreement with Alpine to be their driver for next year. Oh, and currently that's where it sits. Spicy, isn't that I spicy? Like, like but that, that happened as is tradition after we had already recorded that Piastri was going to be the new. Maybe it's the right. wild jinx. That's right, and I, I think the, the the most fun thing is Fernando Alonso leaving Alpine, and the guy who runs Alpine, who is uh, Otmar, who is very very uh, well respected, is like I can't get a hold of him. They didn't know he was leaving until the press release came out. Oh yeah, I said I said retired. Uh, their their driver As left yeah. to a different team for to fill a spot of a retired yeah. driver. And he had told them he's like, "We're going on summer break." He told his team Alpine, which is the French car maker Renault's uh, uh, higher end brand, and they were saying he was saying, "Okay, listen, I'm I'm going to sign here. We got a couple more things. My people get back to you." And then of course he was spotted going into the Aston Martin p- paddock pit area. Um, over the weekend at the Hungarian Grand Prix, and they were like, "Ah, oh, come on, it's no big deal." Like he already told us we're good, we're good. And then like Monday morning, it comes out, and then everything kicks off. I-, I was reading something today actually um, about the fact that it looks like Piastri has signed what's called a pre-contract with McLaren. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of a pre-contract before, but here we are. It sounds like a promise ring. It does. <laughs> I-, I think that's what it is. And Alpine thinks they can keep the kid, and the kid doesn't want to stay. Yep. So it's just so there's, no, there's a lot of drama lot of happening drama. in the F1 world right now, and we broke down every all the drama that happened uh, before uh, yesterday morning with uh, on the Jesse Blake Sports Report. So go listen to that if you're a fan of F1. Yeah. First question. Let's go. This comes from Mister Wright at the Couch GM underscore. Which GM do you think will be the first to be fired? this upcoming season oh baby great question to kick things off mr Wright. thank you for it which gm which gm is first fired gms are so seldomly fired yeah i if it's not the flyers one i don't understand (laughs) like obviously without seeing anybody on the ice because here's the thing gms usually get fired when a good team is bad and no one can figure out why that's when a gm gets fired right um so just from a non-watching the team's perspective and people haven't signed where they need to sign, etc. cetera, uh, I think the, the Flyers situation is probably the worst one. Like, if you look at any other team, all the teams that had issues really were, um, uh, have, have kind of sorted the GM situation out. The other one I might say is Kelly McCrimmon in Vegas. Yes. Mm. Hey, he... Good pick. He and Chuck Fletcher are the only ones who really make sense because I'm trying to think of teams who... Which is rare, by the way. It's only two. Really? How many people in the GT are yelling at this episode? Kyle Dubas. I think... No, uh, I, you know what? I'd say he's three. I would. Wow. Yeah. Well... No, not because I think he's necessarily doing a bad job, but like there's there's two types of GMs who have their jobs called into question. GMs who suck and GMs who have disappointed mm-hmm. or not achieved their goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vegas and the Leafs are two teams who have very clearly fallen short of their goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think I put Vegas in there too because of 
every player leaving and being upset and cap mismanagement and and people and, hate and. playing for vegas yeah, yeah. Well, they love playing for vegas for the year and a half that you get to play there yeah. I, th- I think they love playing for vegas and that's the problem vegas won't mm. let them play yeah. for vegas let me love you right yeah yeah how about no get out of here um so yeah it's not necessarily that dubas has done a bad job but i mean if the leafs fail to make it out of the first round this year what are you supposed to do mm-hmm. like at at some point there like, was it's sometimes it doesn't matter what the reasons why were the result is the result is the result yeah like did you close the deal or did you not what's close the, the deal? definition of insanity here like <laughs> yeah you're doing the same thing over and over and over again and how often how many more times are you willing to say ah we just got unlucky ah we just ran into tampa ah this happened ah that happened man you haven't made it out of the first round for how many consecutive years you haven't won a playoff series since 2004 and not all of since 2004 is your fault, but uh, if, and they have, he and Shani have been here for eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, this will be their ninth. It's, it is also possible a GM could be fired just before the season. Mm-hmm. So if we're going with first from the moment this podcast begins, mm-hmm. you know what? Like his Vegas is so much work left to do. It could be Kelly McCrimmon. I don't think so. I don't think anyone gets fired before the season starts. If you're going to make Brian that, Burke did. Yeah, but I that know was that because was rare. a new ownership situation and they didn't want Burke. Yeah. The owners didn't like him. So new, yeah. So h- how does a coach get fired? By underachieving or new guy comes in and they want to bring in their guy? Mm-hmm. How many teams have new ownership? And how many GMs are with a bad team who have been there for more than two seasons? Yep. You know what I mean? There aren't a lot of like candidates, if Doug, really. If Doug Wilson was still the general manager of San Jose, I, he'd be my top pick. But, but Mike Greer just got there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And yet, does Mike Greer have some work to do? For sure. Pat Verbeek like, with the Ducks doesn't make any Chuck sense. Chuck Fletcher is a good candidate. Yeah. Like, I just don't know that Bill Armstrong for how much he screwed up the Kachuk dealings. But I don't know. Gaudreau. Or sorry, um, Gaudreau. I don't know what... Though it like I'm not sure the, the thing about firing a GM is it comes down to what the president and the, the the ownership group want, and I'm not sure that the Flyers are upset with what Chuck Fletcher's done. Like he might still be able. Listen, man, <laughs> maybe they ought to be. That guy, like it or not, in Minnesota, sold his vision to Craig Leopold for how long? Well, that's what we said about Jim Benning. Like I don't know how much of Jim Benning's team was Jim Benning's vision. True. Get the get out of his way. Yeah. Well, Rutherford's Rutherford's been in too long, uh, has too many cups and has too much money to to be like, yeah, I'll let the owner dictate. I'll just he's like, he probably look at him and be like, I'll leave. Yeah, <laughs> Jim Rutherford leave. is the buffer between ownership and Patrick Alvine, mm-hmm. and that will allow Patrick Alvine to build Patrick Alvine's team. Who's your who's your name? If you're putting in a bet. I'm going to say McCrimmon. On sportsinteraction.com slash SDP. If I was doing if I was doing sports interaction, my my <laughs> My bet is is Vegas. Yep. Also, they're All fire right. happy. But and and speaking of Rutherford, though, the last time we said this GM should be fired, uh, they won the cup. <laughs> this is and from listen, Vegas. Could they could they could Daffy underscore prod. When is Steve gonna stream some Red Dead Redemption two? Uh, I have already spoken about this with Yams and Rob. I was thinking about potentially doing a. So you like donuts, eh? We'll have all the donuts in the world. You want me to do a Red Dead stream? So how about a twelve-hour Red Dead stream? Is that what you're gonna do? Maybe. What twelve when? hours? Yeah. When are you doing this? This month? This week? 
Tomorrow? No, not this tonight. Week. This month. This month. Twelve hours. Twelve hour Red August. Dead stream. I don't know about twelve, but it's going to be a long one. Okay. Okay. Commitment. I like it. Commit to it. Yeah. Easy, girl. All right. Um, next up, we have a question from Matt Henry. Matt Henry ninety nine. What is your Chell twenty three wish list? Throw a couple things on there. What are you looking for in a new Chell game? I want a definitive step forward in the graphics. Um, and I've said this for years about EA games. Um, although, except you know, the NFL every year seems to take a step forward. Every year I watch that trailer and I go, damn, it, I need that. Whenever you see MLB The Show come out, you go, damn it, I need that. When I see the NHL one come out, I'm like, I played that last year. And, yeah. and you know what? The Formula One game from EA this year is, is sort of the same. There are some improvements, but it's not, you know what I mean? Because they invest in the sports that are going to make them a ton of money, FIFA, and all, not FIFA anymore, but whatever. I think on some of the sports where they don't make as much money, you skip a year and you DLC that shit. Yeah. They're never going to do it. Well, I mean, you could still DLC and charge for it and then take a legitimate step forward in it. But yeah, I, I would say I, I want graphics and I want, I mean, the gameplay is better, but do you, I find it still a bit. They've done a good job from the time. Oh, here. How about this? Re release a game when it's done. There's my number one wish because the mm. game has gotten better since it's been released. It crashes less. There are fewer bugs. When it was released, it was an atrocity. It was terrible. Um, like it needs to, there needs to be incentive for me to play a game. I need to know that when I log on and turn the goddamn game on and I wait forever for people to join because no one plays this fucking game. I need to know when I finally get into that game, it's going to work. And there were a number of months at the beginning where I didn't know that ever. And so I stopped, mm -hmm. I stopped. I said, uncle and friggin' gave up. Now it's good. Mm. It's sometimes there's crashes and you know, that's going to be unavoidable in any game where there's like, I don't know, there, you can play with as many as 12 people. Um, graphics would be nice. Make it uh, harder to get stuck in an animation because sometimes you'll like wind up for a shot and the puck doesn't come to you, but then a second later it does and you're still locked into the shot. Like, well, no, I don't want to take the shot anymore. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And another idea, bench players. Bench players. What if me and the boys, me and the gals, whoever, what if there's uh, more, than, more than six of us? Yeah. Make it so that we can take shifts. Yeah. Why can't you do that? I don't know. It's a good point. Mm -hmm. Make it so that we can take shifts. J Jesse, you have one? Yeah. The, the number one thing, the only thing I'm really looking for is for online, mm. they need to implement cross-console play. I yeah. think it's unacceptable for a game the size of NHL where it's not the biggest game that they've segregated the four different consoles. So if you're on which generation of Xbox or which generation of Sony. And PC, you should be able to as well. I feel there's like. no PC game. There's no PC for there's NHL? No, there's no PC NHL game anymore. Is there not? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I wouldn't imagine. That's, that's what I grew up playing. I thought, yeah, yeah, you can get it on PC. I'm NHL sure. 22 on PC. Can't you? That's what I, I used to grow up playing it on PC. Huh. Oh, I'll have to look. Keyboard I don't even or joystick know. or both? Uh, I did both. I did joystick uh, for 2000, but my favorite one was NHL 2005, which was the lockout year, and uh, the Leafs were absolutely stacked in that one. So, I don't know. It's in the video sweet. game. I don't know. I'll have to check into it. It doesn't matter. At the end, the end of the day, Jesse's right. 
uh, you so, want to have best on best. Yeah, well, you just, yes. you know, I like that, and you need to maximize the total population of the gaming community that plays NHL. Because you're, if, if say I have a PS5 and you have a PS4 and I can't play you, mm-hmm. then we have like, okay, there's a hundred EA NHL players in the world and you've separated them into these little chunks. Why not have that hundred into one pool? And then your online feels robust because everybody's there. But now we're all in our little pockets and it's just not as fun because there's not as many people. When you're looking for a match, you're like sitting there and you're like, I can't find a match. And how mm-hmm. about... uh you know, the for drop-ins, you make it true drop-in where um, if a player leaves, which happens all the time, mm-hmm. if you're playing a game with 12 people, it's one nothing. And, oh, so I quit because we're down one goal in hockey, you friggin' loser. But uh, make it so that you can jump in mid-game. And make it so that if one of your guys uh, lags out or you know, drops for whatever reason or their power goes out, they can rejoin the game. Mm-hmm. Like last night we lost Ian Tullock. <laughs> but he was still on, he was on headset with us the whole time. Yeah. We could talk to him the whole time. He just dropped out of the game. Why can't he rejoin? That's stupid. That's a little ridiculous that once his internet I didn't kicks know back that. in, you wow. can't rejoin. Yeah. Yeah. So he just sat there for like 15 minutes talking to us. Sucks. Boring us with stats. Don't make, <laughs> don't make it so that Ian can sit there and read. I want him playing where he can't read. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you're back playing child though with Dangle Navy. That's yeah, fun. that's good. I'm yeah. starting to play well again. That means you have some free time. How's Merle okay. these days? Is he any good? The paywall. We, we, the he, paywall. The paywall? He, he plays in net. The paywall. That's amazing. Yeah, man. He's unreal. He, he plays D too, and he's starting to play a little bit of forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's good. Amazing. He's good. No weak that. links. On Dangle That's good. That's good. Uh, so also, sidebar on before I go to the next question, much uh, I think more important issue: uh, fix the racism. Oh, that's yes. yeah. I was going to say, uh, how is that? How about the we don't have giant black athletes playing hockey all the time? It's a little white kid uh, calling them uh, the banana team. Like it's not cool. Yeah. yeah every every second team is called like the the Colorado George Floyd's. Yeah. yeah how the, about how about we don't have that? Yeah. yeah that'd yeah. be great. Please. Um, next question. This we're gonna go back to last Friday, where we played a little stump the Steve. Whoa. All right, because it was well received, a hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Nobody had any complaints with the game. No, okay, but that's, 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 that's other than you didn't give me enough time. People yeah. have complaints. No, 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 no. Hundred. All I heard was positive reviews from the reviewing community mm. of a gaming. As podcast. often one does. Yes. Mm. So, what I have here is. An interesting question from Stats Mundine. I want to see how far back Adam and Steve can name the losing team in the Stanley Cup final. Oh, this is harder than you'd think. Yeah. Stop thinking. I haven't started the clock. So I'm going to give you uh, three minutes on the clock. You got to give me as many losing finals teams as you can. Stanley, as, long, as soon as we get to the 90s and 80s, I'm going to be good. But you know where I'm going to be weak is 05 to 2010. Mm. Now, in three minutes, I, since with Stump the Steve, I gave you the number about that you had to hit. In three minutes, what is your goal? How many te- losing Stanley Cup Finals teams can you name? And if you pass that goal, you win. To get to 88, our birth year. Okay. So how okay. many is that? I feel like we should be able to do better than that. Is but that, okay. That's about... So third, you guys are thirty-four. Yeah, yeah. So you, you're you, ah, fuck. That's a lot. You got to name thirty-five <laughs> in three minutes. I think that's that's a little tough. Okay, let's cut it down. We can do it. 
Let's do it. You want to go for it? Thir- yeah, we're gonna go three for minutes. Jesse, we're oh so you only get, we only get three minutes. You get three minutes on the clock. Three minutes, and we're working together. No, no, no. We can I'll, do this. I'll give you. I'll give you four minutes. No, no, three minutes is fine. Come you on. can do it in three minutes. Yeah. Three minutes, thirty oh, seconds. Oh okay, my fine. god. Three okay. minutes. I think you guys are oof. You're stretching. I think you're so, off. Hey, don't doubt me. Everybody out there who wants to complain about the time this time, they pick the amount. I gave them the time limit, and they pick the amount of the score. Let's go. Okay, Steven. I gotta set the stopwatch. Um, so keep track of yours too. Okay. Okay. Three minutes. You got it. It's. Do you have to go in order? Yeah. Is, that's what you guys are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah okay. Okay. Let me just pull up the list. Stanley Cup champions. Do we get like a incorrect or do we just lose? No, I'll tell you incorrect. You can keep guessing. Oh, okay. Good. It's, it's like how we played it last time. You just keep guessing. Okay. Good. All right. So I'm gonna start the clock. You started off with this year, my friend. Uh, clear. Let me do three ten just so I get a little start. All right. Three, two. One, go. Colorado beat Tampa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Tampa beat Montreal. Tampa beat Dallas. Yes. And then 2019, St. Louis beat Boston. That's right. Uh, 2018. Capitals beat. Vegas. Okay. 2017, uh, Pittsburgh beat Nashville. Uh-huh. 2016, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh beat San Jose. Yes. 2015, Chicago beat uh tampa okay 2014 la beat the rangers Mm -hmm. 2013 chicago beat the bruins that's right 2012 the kings beat the devils 2011 bruins beat the canucks yep 2010 the blackhawks beat the flyers that's right 2009 the the penguins Penguins, detroit beat the red wings and then 2008 the red wings beat the penguins that's right 2007 the ducks beat the sens that's right 2006 the hurricanes beat the oilers that's right 2005 no uh, cup 2004 the lightning, lightning beat the flames yeah 2003 the devils beat the ducks okay 2002 the red wings beat the oh dear in 2002 this is where i i'm stuck i oh, don't know shit. dallas stars incorrect okay so i think the red wings would have been western, no, they were western conference, conference. Idiots. devils incorrect 2002 Stanley Cup final. The Red Wings beat. Oh my God! You can skip. Mm. No, we can't. Uh, you, can, you can go to 01 if you want. Uh, Wasting okay. time. Okay, 2001. The Devils beat the Stars. Yep. Incorrect. No. 2001. Did the Devils win? No. Incorrect. Oh, the Avalanche beat the Devils. Correct. Ah. Sorry. No. In 2000, the Devils beat the Stars. 2000, the Devils beat the Stars, correct? 99, the Stars beat the Sabres. 98, Red Wings, Wings, Caps. Red Wings, Caps. 97, Red Wings, Flyers. 96, Cavs beat the Panthers. Yeah, 95, New Jersey beat the Red Wings. That's right. Correct. 94, the Rangers beat the Canucks. 93, the Habs beat beat the Kings. Kings. 92, the Penguins beat the Blackhawks? Correct. Yes. And 91, North Stars. North Stars. Yeah. Correct. Ninety is Edmonton is an is the last Edmonton. Edmonton Cup. won and they beat oh, fucking Chicago. Chicago. Incorrect. No. Pittsburgh. Nineteen ninety. No, incorrect. They, no, no. Who did they beat? Uh, North Stars. They were. No. Good. Wasn't the North Stars? Flyers. You guys. Are we done? The time didn't start. Oh! Are you fucking joking? <laughs> no! <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, Jesse, you're the worst. <laughs> oh my god, no. I could have taken us all from once we got ninety. I could have taken us all the way back to like 1977. All right, so Stop punk didn't start. So the Red Wings in 2002, I think, kicked the shit out of whoever they played. Ducks? No. Wasn't the Ducks? No, that was 2003. I'm just going to go back and check what time we were on. Who the hell did they beat? I don't know that one. 2002? Yeah. Red Wings. Uh, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. No. Okay. No, fuck that. No, you, okay. You don't want to do that? Okay. Um, were trying. the Red Wings in the Western Conference? Yes. Yeah, yes, they yeah, were. They yeah. were. They were. So I they keep getting been... that mixed up. Because uh, the Leafs were in the West at one point as well. And. Carolina? Oh, yeah! Red Wings oh, that was when beat Carolina. Carolina beat the Leafs. That's to... right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, the yeah, 1990 yeah. is an interesting one. Yeah. Edmonton beat. Was it. The Kings? No. No. The Kings were 93. They only made it once with Gretzky. And wrong conference. Oh, right. Edmonton beat. I'm trying to think who was on the upswing in the East. 1990. I don't know. And I should know this. Did the mic pick up my tummy growling? Um, <laughs> I don't know. 90. How much time are we, are we done? Left? No, we're done. <laughs> we're, we're done. What do we got? What do we got? We almost uh, got Boston Bruins. Oh, yeah. I want to go. And then before that, it was Montreal. And then it was. Uh, There's no way that was uh, less than three minutes. You guys were no. way over no, time. No, we I know. Yeah, yeah. So we missed so, Detroit. So you didn't. You didn't or get. Two, 2002. So take, a, take away 2002. It was to 34, too. So you got 30, 30 correct, right? Damn. Got to 99. Ah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's not bad. I'm all right. It's not bad. I'm going to go back. And uh, so you're going to hear the edit of this podcast, but you're going to hear where the time would have dinged. I'm going to insert the ding okay. after three minutes. Well, so we would know. Nelly. That's so, I don't know how those fucking stop. See, look, it did it again. Oh, when I switched the tabs. It stops the oh. fucking clock. Okay, so you're going to have to do it on the your fuck? phone. Nelly no, was correct. Stupid. Yeah. Two is not a winner and three nobody remembers. Um, he was right. So now I know. If I switch off tabs, we don't have uh, time. All right. Mark Antoine Laporte is asking for our final episode. Can I get a classic why not? It makes me laugh every time. Why not? Thank why you. not? Did that did that scratch the tickle in your brain there? It does. Yes. It does peek in here. This is from Sneaky Swiss. I don't usually look at the NHL schedule this early, but I wanted you to know the Coyotes play who the Coyotes play first at home. It is the Jets. So <laughs> are you guys going to be right. tuned in to the Jets 1.0 versus the Jets 2.0 in ASU? I think we should watch Who's that. Who's not and watching that game? You got to watch that game. I want to know what happens in that game. They there also want to know some... if we're, if we're going to go. Oh, we're not going to go. When is it? We should go at some point. I'd love to go. To oh, yeah. Absolutely. I just, I don't know if we're going to be there for the first game. We no. would need tickets because the, I think it's going to be packed media-wise. Mm -hmm. How many media can fit in that building? <laughs> That's a good question. Like, I know what the press box looks like in Oshawa. Mm -hmm. And Oshawa's got more seats. So, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to be like. That's very interesting. I'm fascinated. Like, as we get closer to the season and as that building starts to open up, it's going to become a storyline, I think, on this show and in the hockey media world. What is this ASU thing going to be? I don't think we're putting enough emphasis on Oshawa has more seats. 
<laughs> no, keep like saying it. Like a lot it. more. Keep saying it. Oshawa has more seats than ASU. Yes, it does. Like a lot double. more. More than something like that. Something like that. Uh, it's it not 9, quite nine thousand. I think it's seven. Oh, okay. It's bigger. It's bigger. Remember Jeez. how you went and you're like, oh, this isn't very big. Yeah. yeah. They do concerts There's in there though. Smaller. Oh, they sure do. Um, you know uh, who's coming to Oshawa for a concert? I wouldn't even hazard a guess. It's a very big band, and you know them. Okay, Metallica. No, <laughs> even bigger than Metallica. Bigger than Metallica. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. Hey! Oh, I nailed it! <laughs> the Wiggles are, are coming to Oshawa. Uh, no, but Leo is. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> All right, uh, back to some trivia. This is from Chico. If you're wearing a jersey, say 91 Tavares for the Leafs, and you look down, the captain's C will be on your left shoulder. Mm -hmm. There's only one team's main jersey and a second team's alternate jersey where the captain's patches C and A are on the right side. Yeah. What jersey is it? Calgary? Detroit. Detroit. That is correct. Now. Because of the... The way the logo is. Yeah, they have to put the C on the other side. Yeah. Now, what alternate jersey also has the patch on the right side? Tampa? Incorrect. Adam Wilde, do you hazard a guess? And I'm assuming it's for the same reason, right? Who knows? Because of placement? Who knows? I have no idea. Also Detroit? Yeah, I have no idea. It is the Arizona Coyotes alternate jersey with the, the howling head. I'll show the you guys. Howling the Howling Head. head. The red one? The, there uh, it is right there. The red one. Yes. I'll pull it up on screen for everybody watching. That's cheating. They don't have a captain. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have a captain. It's yeah. been a long time. <laughs> no, because I was like, oh, OEL. Oh, wait a sec. He's not uh, no. on there anymore. He's not there anymore. I, I thought that was very fun hockey trivia. That jersey's not bad. It's, it's not terrible. I like not, the... Uh, I don't think really ever, like anybody's ever complained about Coyotes jerseys, right? They're always pretty good. I'm a fan of the maroon color scheme. Mm. It's not bad. It's okay. uh, this is from Cobalt. So we always try to stump Steve with hockey trivia. But as a history nut myself, I'd like to test out Adam's history knowledge with his own trivia. Here we go. Napoleon's blood type. Go. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Adam? I have no idea. Double O negative. I don't even know if they had blood types when he died. I don't know. I don't think they did. <laughs> Name these three people who are famous or infamous for their actions slash inventions. Oh, okay. This is interesting. One, this individual was so shocked and abhorred when his obituary was accidentally released into the papers that he dedicated his life to establishing a now prestigious and well-known award in his name. In this obituary, it described him as a merchant of death for his invention of dynamite. Alfred Nobel. Well done! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Alfred Nobel. Uh, that's why we have the Nobel Prize. Two. Wow. Second individual. This individual is known for a famous aircraft maneuver during World War II. Oh, Jesus. It was first deployed at the pivotal Battle of Midway in 1943 and was the first time in the war's history that American pilots gained the advantage over their Japanese enemy. What is this name? What is the name of this maneuver? And who is the inventor? I don't know. Ah. I don't know. I know a lot more about, um, I know a lot more about like the bombing runs that they did and how catastrophic they were. I don't know anything about the maneuver. 
You ever feel like there's a dusty folder hidden somewhere in your brain? Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. know this Do you one? feel like you know this? It's Yeah, but it's in a, I don't know where I put the folder, but I know it's in there. The answer is the Thack Weave from John S. Thack. So it turns out that was never in there. <laughs> I've never. That's brand new That's information. really interesting. I didn't know that. Tack Weave? I'm not sure. It's T-H-A-C-H-C-H. Yes. Tack or Thack. Three. This individual was one of the founding fathers of precision engineering, inventing everything from a precision measuring device that could measure up to a millionth of an inch. Wow. To a hexagonal hel- helical rifling in one of the most accurate rifles of the Civil War to the, su- to the surface plate to the thou. <laughs> who, who is this individual? I don't even to the that. I don't even know wow, what is happening. Know. No, now I'm just thinking of. <laughs> I'm thinking of names from Red Dead that may be based in real life, but I'm not totally sure. Yes, Do you know this cares. precision engineering? Well, man? I know I know about rifling, and I know yeah. that, like for instance, in the American Civil War, when they started rifling, was just sort of taking. Do you know what rifling actually is? Uh, no. I know I can get it done in the video game. I'm trying to remember which I have it is. zero idea. Yes, okay, okay, so <laughs> when you first the first like 700 years of guns or gunpowder dating back to when the Chinese really started to use it and perfect it, uh, and then it's made it made its way through the Middle East and then into Europe. Um, you would have a silver tube or a metal tube, um, and the idea is you make big explosion behind in metal tube. And the pressure that that creates from the gunpowder fires projectile, no matter how big or small you want, out of it. And so that's that's the essential idea of a gun. But the thing with that is, let's say... It's changing the shape of the barrel, isn't it? Well, I'm getting to it. Oh, so you're, you're close on that. You're close on that. You're 100%. <laughs> so what the problem with that is that um, beyond a certain yardage, it becomes completely inaccurate because... Um, because of, and this is calculus and this is way above my pay grade, but essentially even a millimeter off or a 10th of a millimeter off multiplied over X amount of feet right. at X amount of speeds will create a, a motion of like, almost like a curveball when you're, when you're watching baseball, right? It, it, it hooks a little at the beginning and then it really starts to move. So what rifling does is and again i'm not gonna fully be able to explain the science behind it but they have grooves literally on the inside of the gun so the the at this point it would have been a musket ball goes inside the gun like it's almost like a you know like when you have uh, marbles and they're going down a a spiral almost almost twirling like a football sort of kind of like that and they and it sends it out and it's much more straight so i do know about like when that came in and when they started to institute but i would have no idea who came up with some of that precision stuff no idea. No, I'm going to use Red Dead names that may be wrong. Uh-huh. Do it. Just say thing. Cattleman. No. Litchfield. No. I don't know. Uh, this individual was often called the sharpshooter. The the gun he invented. No. Dutch Van ring a bell. Uh, Early example of a sniper rifle. Yes. John Marston. The, do you know who I, it is? I have no idea. No. Okay. Joseph Whitworth. Joseph have never, Whitworth. No okay. idea. Okay. No idea. That's really. Like again, it's very specific. Yeah, trivia. and listen, this thing is when you do history <laughs> trivia, it's like okay, what era? Red Harbor. Like, right. It's like history, human history. Are, it's a long time. 
And there's a lot of detail. Landon Ricketts. Do you remember the movie Wanted where they curve the bullets? Yeah, with yes. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and Morgan Freeman. That. I pulled it up. <laughs> there's, a, there's a cut on YouTube of every bullet curve. It's six minutes long. Remember when she was in every movie for like three years? Yep. Yeah. No, she had her era. Yeah. Or she dominated the box office. I want to see a bullet curve here. Oh, there we go. There it is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shoot me. No, I can't. Shoot what a me. Dumb concept. Uh, all right. Next question. <laughs> I don't think it's any dumber than anything happening in the Marvel movies. <laughs> Bending bullets? What? Come on. Yeah. No, like, like, okay. Wh- those are on we're, we're okay. Those are superhero movies. <laughs> and this is a this superhero. Is, no, no. This is based in reality. No, where not. normal people are just whipping their arms and they can bend guns. That's fucking stupid. The Marvel movies are, this is Thor. He is a god. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is, this is Angelina Jolie. She can shoot in a circle. No, Superman's an alien. Those, don't, don't those people have special powers in that movie? I don't, I don't, I don't know. remember. I'm pretty we sure didn't they watch do. it because it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think there's a difference between Batman and uh, a normal person who can just whip their arm and bend a gun. Listen, listen guys, society, come on, Adam. Society rightly decided <laughs> shit like the Hulk and Thanos and Thor were cooler than bending bullets. Okay, and that's fair. And Tony Stark's suit is is he's a normal guy. Cool so, as yeah, shit. So is Batman. It's right? cool as shit. Yeah. But I'm just saying. He's Batman with more steps though. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and money. All right. Uh, All right. I don't know. Was there an Iron Man versus Batman net worth? Yeah. Yeah. Give me that. the most it's, boring. It's Iron Super Man. people thing. It's All Iron right. Man. Anyway. It's Iron Man. Um, this is from Matthew Paquette. Uh, should they? How should the NHL add a no leaving the offensive zone rule to kind of make more offense? What? It makes for really boring hockey when teams just skate back to the neutral zone and waste time off the clock. Oh, in three on three? I guess uh, he didn't specifically say for three on three, but... That's the only time this really happens. I, I, I think I've said this a million times on this podcast. One day, I'd like to see NHL hockey played without the blue lines. Me too. I'd also like to see NHL hockey played without fucking with it for like five years at a time. <laughs> Give us five years of peace. Yeah. Like make hockey hockey for are a you little happy bit. With, are you happy with this current iteration? I would like to see make it harder to waste time by giving us more of it. Um, I think. Give us In what ten, way? I want 10 minutes of three on three. Or give us like seven. I'm talking about five on five. I don't think this really happens at five on five. Who is mm. who is bailing on the offensive zone on purpose? Mm. Like usually, like you'll dump it in, and even if it's one guy on five, his job is to keep it there. As, as you know, work as hard as he can to fight off as many defenders as he can to keep it there and wait for reinforcements. Mm. It's only on rare occasions where they'll pass it out of the zone to the reinforcements. And even then you have to scamper out of the zone to get on side. And what would the whistle be? This is something that slows the game down and the NHL wants no part of it. And for that reason, I'm out. I think I, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I like that. I like that. We should end everything with a dragon. And for that reason, for that reason I'm, I'm out. out. Yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. No, three, good. three on three. I understand where you're going. Just make it seven minutes. All right. Uh, Matthew also likened it to the NBA doing a half court rule, but that only works because there's a shot clock. So you can keep people in a certain area for a certain mm-hmm. amount of time. So 
Mm-hmm. Matthew, I'm sorry. Um, this is from Spin Move at Ghost of Grabo. Does it make sense that shots that hit the post are not counted as shots on goal? We've had this debate, and I think that it's wrong because to me, the net is a is a part of the goal. But I know that Jesse and Steve, you guys were of the opinion that it was because this is the thing, right? Here's what here's what you get when you don't include posts, then you get advanced stats saying, well, it's a it's a scoring chance mm-hmm. it's an sc keep it as its own thing posts yeah no or just just call it all a shot they have shots shots is a is a thing it's when well like okay it's a shot so i i shoot the puck <laughs> yeah i shoot the puck yeah it's off the outside of the post yeah, yeah it's not a shot on goal off the outside of the post hits a defender deflects in no that's shot. a goal no that's a goal and a shot yeah, because it only counts as if it if if it's a goal. And when it, I take a shot. It hits the inside of the post, mm-hmm. ricochets between the goalie's legs and <laughs> out. It's not a shot on goal. Stupid. It's a shot on goal because of circumstances I had nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. Someone was standing there. It went off them. Mm-hmm. NHL should have own goals. Oh shit! Like they? soccer? No. They shouldn't. I feel like a lot of... I remember we had this debate, yeah, and I was definitely on the side of it's not a shot on goal because it wasn't on the goal. It didn't go in. It hit the post. Um, But I think a lot of this is inconsequential to the people it would matter to. I feel like if you're an NHL team, you know if that shot would have went in and what a high percentage shot looks like. And you're not tracking the shot metrics that we're looking at at the fucking score with Jumbotron in the Arcana Center. The public statistics the nhl's public statistics are a waste of everyone's time this i think this matters how how they're calculating the shots it matters so little to actual people who need that information to evaluate hockey talent no one internally they have things way past what we have the only public information that nhl teams seem to use and that shows how exemplary it is is cap friendly Mm -hmm. like the counting stats that are on nhl.com I print it out, wipe your ass. Like, it's garbage. Graphic? (laughs) And for that reason, Steve is out. (laughs) For that reason. This comes from Tomas Pie. On Game Over Cup File, Allison made an incredible point about Kale McCarr. At worst, he's perfecting the style of player we refer to as offensive defenseman. At best, he's becoming a whole new type of player, the Rover. Can you think of other examples of NHL players who have or currently are revolutionizing their position so much that we need a whole new name for how they play? Kale McCarr is doing what Tyson Berry used to do, except Kale McCarr is way, way better. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's distinguish. Well, I, I did. Give me a second to finish the sentence. But Tyson Berry did that in Colorado. And there were many people when he was traded to the Leafs who were like, he plays like a Rover. Mm-hmm. right plays a little of both um uh, i think um i think when you historically bobby Orr, like they said defenseman but i mean he was a rover whereas nicholas lidstrom was a defenseman yes yes so like comparing mccarr to lidstrom i don't think makes sense mm-hmm. go back and watch bobby Orr. that guy did whatever the fuck he wanted and he played wherever he wanted mm-hmm. lidstrom was efficient at moving the puck from the back end Bobby Orr went wherever he wanted. 
Kel McCarr sort of does that too, but responsibly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, which I mean, geez, he showed defensive chops. I didn't know he had, um, in the playoffs, like that one play where he just toys with Kucherov. I'm oh, just yeah. like, holy shit, that's Kucherov, man. Um, oh man. Yeah. Who between or and Makar was there for that particular rover thing? Well, uh, Nikita Zaitsev. Okay, so he is the most most of his best hockey was before my time, but maybe Paul Coffey. Yeah, yeah, good I answer. think so. I think that's a really good answer. Um, may, uh, my answer is maybe Paul Coffey. Yeah, and 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 maybe. if the question is who's revolutionized their position, where they're almost like renaming another after it, they really haven't done that. Like, obviously, they had positions on the ice. Where like when Gretzky was behind the net, they'd have, you know, the great one's office. Um, how, how about whatever coach was the first to decide, screw it, four forwards on the power play? That yeah. used to not be a thing. Yeah, or whoever created the trap. And Who's it was doing the five? Fatorik, Robbie Fatorik? Who's doing five forwards this year? Uh, it's it was, happened a handful of times. Yeah, no, but one team was doing consistent. I forget who it was. Um, one team was doing consistent. The Leafs did four forwards in overtime. For an overtime power play. Oh, that's they've, cool. they've won several times with four forwards on the ice in overtime. Which they, you know, honestly. Panthers. If, if, uh, yeah. If Morgan Riley's tired, then put out your forwards. No, it was Nylander, Marner, Matthews, Tavares. That's what it should be. Yeah, correct. Yeah, like, <laughs> like 100% correct. That's an easy one. Who's arguing against that? Nobody. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Marner's your quarterback. You're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he, he can do that. He doesn't, ro- he's not a rover, but he can play a point on a defense Who's you can run a defense one. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it happens a little bit more in the nba too because you see positions blurred a little bit more at least my understanding of it so mm-hmm. I, I don't think hockey's still so like rigid no he is a right winger and he stays on the right and he shoots right. yeah the way the raptors are trying to build their lineup is just long wings that can play any position you know they're trying to play positionless basketball you know who in our lifetime had a whole rule change because of them uh, Martin Brodeur. Sean Avery. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean Avery for being a dick. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if, the, if that was revolutionary. He was just an I, asshole. With but. Sean, but if you're ranking like top dicks in the NHL history, in NHL history, he's on the Mount Rushmore. Him and Marshawn's a dick and in he's super life. talented. Yeah. But like. No, he specialized in dickery. Yeah. But there's, but like, there's an attitude, right? Mm. That those guys have that other people don't. don't oh, you're what just, was the point you're making about. The, oh, anyway, Martin Brodeur. <laughs> Uh, the tr- we have the trapezoid because of him. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Martin Brodeur because Sean Avery was waving no, the stick in his face. No, no, no. Because <laughs> that was cool too. As I was not- saying it, but like, isn't it funny though that Avery, like that rule was created because he was trying to rattle Brodeur's cage. Mm-hmm. So also that rule is so stupid. You should be able to do that. I don't understand why. That's so stupid. You- Get out of here. I'm not making contact with the player. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I So he had his stick in the air, which is stupid. You shouldn't be able to do that. But what's wrong with just like covering your face? What's wrong with that? I'm not touching you. It's, I'm not touching you. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. It's childish. It goes against the spirit of the game. What is the spirit of the game? Don't be annoying. Two hand slashes to the ankles. Or yeah, that's, the that's, a, that's not even a penalty. Yeah, that's a, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed yeah. to slash people in the back of the leg. Waving your hand in my face, that's that's against the spirit. The Lightning should have had 5-10 in a game twice <laughs> after the Avalanche's Stanley Cup winning goal. Uh, and neither player got it. Um, yeah, I'll say, I'll say Brodeur in terms of revolutionary players and in terms of 
trapezoid. Really? We're underrating Overs? Connor Paul McDavid Coffey. as well. His speed is something but he, that's he, never he been is matched. a center. Like they're not renaming the position after him. Right, that was right. the question, right? Yeah, I just think in terms of re- revolutionizing the game. Well, he's he's a player where you look at what he can do and you realize no one else can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now all the kids who we don't know about, like mm-hmm. we're talking about like preteens and stuff, it's going to be their mission in their hockey development to figure out how to do what he does. And do it better. Mm-hmm. And do it better. Yeah, it's got to don't tell me that guy wasn't influenced a little bit by Sidney Crosby. 100%. Right? Oh, yeah. You know, like there's, and not just Crosby, but that's an example of the best player in the NHL previous to Connor McDavid. Isn't it weird that like the most skilled era ever is coming after Crosby did a whole bunch of crazy shit for two decades? Yeah. Uh, this comes, the second last question, this comes from George. George said, how's the golf game coming along this summer? George, difficult. Golf is very difficult. The next you had a summer, bad round on, on uh, this weekend, didn't you? On uh, Monday. You yeah, said, you I came, struggled. Jesse actually came in and said, <laughs> I was, he, he was golfing with his dad and his sister. And Jesse is low key competitive. Oh, and uh, and he's like, he's like, I had a low key. He's like out out with his family. He's like, I had a bad round and I was upset with myself. I'm like, Jesse, it's like, (laughs) so golf's interesting. Golf's a a fascinating sport because you it's truly an individual sport Mm -hmm. where you're competing against your own score. Like, because if you're playing, if you're just playing rounds of golf as a normal person, like, okay, you can play against your buddies. You can put money on holes and whatever, but. Mm -hmm. What you're really doing is you're trying to improve your game and yes. you're playing against your score each time. You can so, have a bad day and beat your friend. Yeah. Or a good day and lose. Right, right. So I had a bad round where I knew I could play a lot better than that. I lost my swing along along the way. Having a bad day at golf takes so long. <laughs> like you're having a bad day and it's going to last for hours. No. It's not, a, it's not a bad day. It's just a bad round in terms of your play. You can still have fun. I had fun. No, no, no. I was but, with my family. But I'm saying you had a bad day of golf. Yeah. Not necessarily a bad time. No. But like, <laughs> you're bad for like five hours. Yeah. yeah. Takes mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will I get the two of you out to the SDPN sponsored charity golf tournament that we're doing next, next year? Next year. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Whether we sponsor Get Reels again or we do our own or yeah, something, we will this come year out. because it was freaking draft. Yeah, we're in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna post uh, those photos actually tomorrow. We throw back Thursday. You should do that. That'd be awesome. Post yeah. up those I want to see them. The I haven't SDPN seen account. them. Uh, yeah, we sponsor the driving range. Really cool. Follow us at SDPN Sports on Instagram if you're not following us already. Last question. Last. Okay. Do you want more? Mm. You having fun? No, or? Adam needs to. Adam he, needs he, to go. I just saw that murder <laughs> look. I have. A- <laughs> Fucking yeah. appointment! <laughs> I, we had so much trivia come in after we did it as well, so we got to do something to Steve eventually when we come back. But last question: How are you guys enjoying this time off? What are you What are you going to get up to? Oh, me first. Uh, uh, going to a cottage for a few days. We don't own one; we're renting one from someone who does. Um, chilling, man. Chilling, playing with Leo. Friggin' getting uh, hitting the nuts with a baseball probably more um oh yeah i never posted that video he, you sent it to us oh yeah it's very funny there's a video where i go I, I just put a baseball on a tee i go all right leo hit the ball whack balls <laughs> <laughs> it was cartoonish oh it was, yeah it was hilarious on a cartoon level why is it not on tiktok he's 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 just he's this kid has ridiculously talented hands for a 25 month old like he's learned how to hold a hockey stick properly and he's I don't know. thick and he's 
thick. Yeah, he's built like a Jeep. Like he's just. <laughs> or for some reason, our parents used to say a brick shit house. Brick shit. House. I don't understand why that. Why what that even means? No, I just there's so many things I haven't gotten to do with Leo because of the weird, wacky world mm-hmm. that I want to do them. We were gonna bring him to his first Jays game, and then we all got sick, so yeah. gave those tickets. To you Jay-Z. guys weren't feeling too well, so I took them. So we want to go. So to your a, other son went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we want to go to a sports game of some sort. I looked at the preseason games in Belleville, but those are sold out. Um, sold really? Yeah. Well, wow. it's not a very big building. Oh, okay. Um, and like, least coming to town. It's like, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's a big deal. Um, Jens don't play a lot of afternoon games. I'll I'll figure it out. I want to take him to a sporting event. Mm-hmm. I want to play sports Marley's. with him. Yeah, we'll bring. Every, we took bring him to everyone. a restaurant for the first time. Me and my wife, like two weeks ago. Wow, he was over two years old. He's he went with my mom and her mom and her dad. But I've been taking Everly for a long time. She was a baby, right? Yeah. Well, and part of that might be because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's also true. But yeah, no, it's boring answer. I want to chill mm-hmm. and maybe do some. Uh, maybe do a little bit of writing. Oh, is that a tease? A bookie book? I just, I didn't say. No, that. we don't know it's a book. I just said, I just said he's, he's just writing a blog. He's you should Sign write it back up with Leafs Nation. Here we go. You should write a TV pilot about. We have a site too, man. <laughs> what about a TV pilot about a hockey blogger who gets bitten by a spider and he's got superpowers? <laughs> <laughs> Bergeron's got the puck. <laughs> and I alter reality by taking the puck back. Why not? And James Reimer won the cons by You know, sillier <laughs> things have been made. <laughs> this is my alternate reality fan fiction where the Leafs win the Stanley Cup in 2013. <laughs> and we all lived happily And you ever were after. on the team, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> Do a little bit of writing yeah. in TV pilot. I wish I could give you a more exciting answer. Oh, and I think I'm going to go to the, uh, I think I'm going to go to Vegas for a few days for the um, NHL media thing. Car wash. Where you oh, yeah? interview a bunch of players. Oh, uh, cool. That's not until cool. September. Yeah. Hey, do you like Skittles and all that stupid shit? That'll be, we'll come back and then you'll go to that. Do you yeah. like yeah. this sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> do you like this official NHL partner? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you like... Hockey. <laughs> Are you excited for your team to start playing? What do you think about your chances this year? Yeah, you know, that's a good one. You know, we all start, uh, you know, equal in the standings. Now let's make a joke about Friedman's shoes and we'll run it into promo all year. Uh, <laughs> new acquisition. Are you excited to play with him? Ah, that's, a, that's always yeah. one. I wonder if they'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Maybe. Chuck, great deal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, uh, he's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, we got to know him. We saw him at training camp. Yeah. Great skill set. What are you yeah. doing, Jesse? Uh, next week, I'm going to Greece. Hey, it's fucking, fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. shit. I know he doesn't that tell us anything. Eh? No, he doesn't. So you're going um, to Greece? You what are you doing? Th- you knew that. I knew. Yeah. Because I asked. Yeah. Because I asked the fucking Cause guy. Because I was talking to you because we were going to the, the uh, it was game seven when we were planning That's this trip. right. That's right. And uh, we wanted to go. We were, so we, we were thinking about going to Hawaii. And then Hawaii has a drought right now. And they were, they were asking tourists not to go to Hawaii unless it's like not necessary because they're running out of water. Because I guess I don't, I don't know wow. the details. I guess it hasn't rained or whatever, but they're running out of water. So we're just like, let's not go contribute to this. They're yeah. not, they're asking people not to go. And then second on the list was Greece. So we ended up uh, picking that. So I'll be there in, uh, in like it, five days. Are you going to be in that place with fun. all the white buildings that 
all the Instagram influencers. Santorini. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take a visit. This, so this, like the, we're, we're tourists. So we're going to do like not actual Greece. We're doing the fun islands where the tourists go. So oh. we'll do a little. You're not going to do like, are you going to do like the Acropolis? And no, no, no. We're no? going to do Santorini and like Mykonos and just touristy islands. See, this know? is. <laughs> I'm not, I'm this not is doing where the, my, my girlfriend and I would differ. I'd be like, show Let's go to Athens and no. Corinth. You and see those. Let's go to sp- pillars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're old. Look at uh, them. They're oh. old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, now, gonna... I don't you want to see the hot gates? Come on. They're the hot gates. Can you visit the hot gates? Yeah. I guess you could. Yeah, yeah, it's a place. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd like can. to visit the hot gates. On, on a different trip. This one was to relax. I see. You know? so not, All right. Not to tourist. And um, going to play more golf. And then, Adam, you're going away as well. I am. Well, I'm working. So if you're asking what I'm doing, most of it I'm working my other my job, um, <laughs> your fourth job. Uh, but uh, other than the morning show, uh, yeah, I'm going to Mexico uh, in a week and a half for nine days, Oy. and I'm very excited because it's actually this is funny. Usually, I would recommend to people under normal circumstances travel with the person before you move in with them. Whoa! But Natalie and I obviously live in this house. So we're going to travel with each other for the very first time. Very nice. See how that goes, you know. Um, and I'm kind of another ex- divorce. Yeah, it might ah. be really bad. <laughs> she divorced me before we could even get married. <laughs> Damn, I really liked her. That's, that's a shame. Yeah, man. it sucks. You guys seem really happy, but now you decide to go on a trip. Fuck. Yeah, Stuart. <laughs> it's a bummer, dude. By the way, nine days. Perfect. Yeah, it's enough. Week, not enough. Yeah. Two weeks, too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. Nine days, oh yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Mm. And I, I, I think um, uh, it's been a busy year. This is the busiest I've ever been. So I think uh, when I gave Steve the death stare of like, please let me finish. <laughs> it's because I need, I have an appointment and I need to sleep before that appointment. So, um, you know, because every time I walk in here, I've been up since 4.30, I'm exhausted. And and so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty burnt out. Um, I'm looking forward to prepping less shows, although I still have to do my typical morning shows and stuff. And then um, I, I want to get all refreshed and ready to get back in September because I'm excited for our first like normal season <laughs> in two and a half, three years. What dorky little podcast are you going to listen to? Um, I don't know. I've just, I, I, I got to find some good podcasts because uh, to be honest with you, I don't really know a whole lot of good ones. Um, there are people ones that people recommended or whatever, but like I don't even know what I want to listen to. Because like, do you want to listen to another sports podcast? I, sometimes I, 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 do. I listen to sports podcasts constantly. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Some, yes. Sometimes I don't know I, why I shook my yeah. head. I do. Sometimes I need a breather, but like it's like it's either that or it's murder. Who murdered who, and why did they murder? And then here's sparkly music. Uh, I want I want to have like I want to have like what's a podcast that's just object like objectively hilarious, something funny. Steve Dangle podcast. Like no, give me something that's like you're hilarious. It's hilarious. Game like, over Montreal. Game over Montreal. Hilarious. This is the first time ever that uh, in the middle of recording, we've been recording for so oh. long that the video rotator <laughs> it ran out and didn't loop that? back. So there you go. I think that's about time to call it quits. Okay, we'll call it a day. Yeah. Forever. The video said it. We're Whoa. done. So we're done. That's it. We'll see. You <laughs> we're <in> done. <laughs> we'll Forever. See. Surprise. <laughs> Goodbye. No. Well, it, it, yeah. Look at this year, everything that's happened. It's a good year. We've, we launched CJ Show, Agent Provocateur, Noxie and Cax, um, Game, Game Over, over Montreal, Game over Calgary, Montreal Toronto. Juniors, Calgary, Toronto. A lot happened. Leslie Blake like Sports Report. The, we, the Amazon fucking all or nothing oh, yeah, debuted on our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, the that slash was, website. That was, we, we had the exclusive to that. That's crazy to think. 
I'm just named, I just named like five things off the top of my head. Already 11 months ago. Oh a lot my of stuff God. happened this year. It was a big year. So big thank year. you for, for being with us the thank whole you. time. We love you. And we'll see you in September. Yeah. What are you going to do? Let us know. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, did you knock? Did, did you drop did coffee, coffee come out? No. 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 A little bit. A little Jesse bit, like almost drops. finished the season by wrecking the equipment. <laughs> that would have. That would have. Wow. You poured coffee on our motherboard. Also, why do you keep it that close to the motherboard? The Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Canada's Sportsbook. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. Connection complete.